This is Erica, housekeeper of Happy Vermont. Thanks for being here with me. The COVID-19 pandemic has upended our way of life. People are sick, loved ones are dying, and the future feels more uncertain than ever. A few weeks ago, before Vermont schools were closed and before restaurants and inns were shut down, before the world changed, really, I met with Chris Bullock, owner of the Chipman Inn in Ripton, Vermont. I interviewed Chris about his career in hospitality and about the historic Chipman Inn, which his mother owned and operated between 1978 and 1985. Chris spent part of his adolescence and early adult years helping his mother run the inn. Later, he went on to work for major hotel companies in the Northeast. After getting married, raising two daughters, then eventually going through a divorce and losing his job, he decided to repurchase the inn with his mother in 2012. Chris moved from New Jersey to Ripton, Vermont as a teenager when his mom decided to make a lifestyle change and become an innkeeper. In episode three, I talk with Chris about his life as an innkeeper in rural Vermont and his personal journey that brought him back to Ripton. So Chris, you were a 16-year-old from New Jersey when your mom, Joan Bullock, who was a single mom and a government employee with no hospitality experience, decided to buy the Chipman Inn in Ripton in 1978. So I want to hear about why your mom decided to relocate to Vermont. Well, um, mom was, I don't want to say forced into it, but she read the writing on the wall where government funding was drying up, and she thought about what she wanted to do next in her life. And she started looking for country inns, existing country inns that she could run. When she was a child or a young teenager, she saw the movie White Christmas with Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye, and it became her fantasy, dream, to run a country inn in Vermont. <laughs> so she started, we started driving around New England, in, including New Hampshire and Maine, and but for whatever reason, well, it's obvious why, but we were always drawn to Vermont. There's just something special and magical about Vermont that the other states don't possess. So we found this inn in this tiny little mountain hamlet of Ripton with fewer than 300 residents. And actually, at, at first, my mother said to the realtor, there's no way. It's got four bedrooms. I know I, I need at least 10 guest rooms to make a living. And it's got a 100-seat dining room. And there's no way that I want to run a restaurant. <laughs> So, um, but the realtor said, look, Joan, you've got Middlebury College, you've got Breadloaf, um, it's a gold mine. And my mother said, I don't want a gold mine, I want a lifestyle. So she decided that maybe the realtor was right, and there was something to this Breadloaf and, and the college and this tiny little hamlet, this pretty little village. And we moved here in March of 1978 in a blizzard. March 15th, so like, what's that, 40 years ago tomorrow. <laughs> I have an older brother and sister. Uh, they were both in school. I moved up here just at the tail end of my junior year in high school, and I attended Middlebury High School for one year, my senior year. I think my mom was worried about me. Here's a 16-year-old moving up to Vermont, totally different than New Jersey. She offered for me to stay behind. 
that I could stay with family, friends, finish out my senior year of high school in, in New Jersey. And I said, no way. <laughs> I, I didn't want to miss the adventure and, and excitement. And, and plus, I was worried about my mother, too, for a single woman to take, take on this responsibility. I, I didn't want my mother to fail. I wanted her to be successful. What was it like for your mom and, and for you to be running an inn in a small town in Addison County? You came from New Jersey, moving up here to this area. And also, what were some fun memories you could share? Well, mom adjusted very well to her new lifestyle. She acclimated herself into the community. She attended the potluck suppers. She invited people into the inn carolers when they were out for Christmas caroling. She'd invite all our neighbors in for hot chocolate, and it was just fun. Me, I love the idea of living in a small hamlet with a country store with a pot-bellied stove. I'd never seen a pot-bellied stove before, and, and here's this country store with its entire heating system, a stove, a wood stove. We had a wood stove, too, and I, I love the idea of heating with wood. I started spending time up at Breadloaf, in the summers, which unfortunately was our busy season, busy time of year for us, but still I would make it a priority to spend time there and sing with the singing group, the Madrigals, and we would perform prior to the performances, the plays, the Shakespeare plays. Um, they have wonderful clay tennis courts up there, and I would play tennis there, go hiking up to Lake Pleiad with friends, and it was just a great place to hang out, and it kept me busy. I learned to square dance. In the barn, where the, the family, the crams, would play their violins and violas and other string instruments, and I'm not sure what they were. And even behind the barn, I had my first kiss at Johnson Pond. <laughs> so a lot of fond memories there. So your mom uh, ran the inn for part of your adolescence and then your early young adult years. And then you went on to work for some major hotel companies, um, including Hilton and Marriott. So I was curious, you know, how did the Chipman Inn lay the groundwork for your career in hospitality? Erica, it gave me a, a tremendous advantage growing up in a family business because I, I don't want to say I worked constantly, but I was always busy. For me, it wasn't work. Cutting the lawn, doing the landscaping, it was more fun, and it was something for me and for my family. It wasn't work where I was on the clock. So I might work anywhere from six in the morning till past midnight tending bar. And it was fun and entertaining, uh, entertaining for my guests and entertaining for me as well. My boss, my bosses always said, Chris, you jump through hoops to get things done. And not that I was smarter than everybody else, but because I put in a lot of effort. When I reopened the Millennium Hilton after or following the events of 9-11, I started working for Hilton in March of 2003. And in eight months, I had three days off. So you just work and you do whatever it takes to, to get the job done. And that's, that's what I learned here, uh, just a good, good work ethic. My mother was a hard worker, so it was essential to me that I keep up with her. <laughs> I didn't want to be outdone by her, and I wanted to help her, too. So so after you graduated from college, and you graduated from? From University of New Hampshire. 
with a degree in hotel in 1983. After graduating from college, your mom sold the Chipman Inn in 1985. You eventually got married. You had twin daughters who are now in their early 30s. Your daughter, Alicia, is a dentist in Connecticut, and your daughter, Ashley, is at Yale University Medical School for a research fellowship. And meanwhile, you have found yourself back at the Chipman Inn. So how did you get back to Vermont? Well, really two things happened in my life that made me come back. The first, it's a long story, but I was working in Baltimore for Hilton. I was going into my ninth year, and my wife let me know that she wanted a divorce. And I thought I could fix it and work at it and attend counseling, and but it was all for naught. She had found someone else. And I found that out later, but by that time I left Hilton. I couldn't get a job with Hilton back in New York City, so I left Hilton to work for another very small hotel company where they gave me the responsibility for two hotels that were in receivership, which would have been foreclosed on eventually. I was hoping for later rather than sooner, but I ended up being there for about eight or nine months before the hotels closed. And this was in the spring in 2012. So between the divorce and me having lost my jobs in Manhattan, I called my mother one day and said, Mom, how, how would you like to go back to Ripton? <laughs> and she said, well, are the inns for sale? I said, well, I don't know, but I'll call and find out. So evidently, the people that owned the Chipman Inn were the same owners who my mother sold it to 28 years earlier. So they were still here, and I called them and introduced or, or reintroduced myself. And the inn wasn't for sale. It wasn't on the market. But they said, Chris, you know, we've been here for 27 years, and we think it's good karma that you want to come back, and we think it's serendipitous. Um, yes, the inn is for sale. How soon can you, can you come back? <laughs> so by September, by September of 2012, my mother and I closed feel like um, coming home for you? Very much so. A lot of the same people who were here 30 years earlier were and, and are still here, and very much so. Although towns changed a little bit. When I left, the population was 330, and now the town's population is just fewer than 600, 588 as of the last census. So major population explosion. Major, definitely. So you and your mom purchased the inn nearly eight years ago in 2012, and now your mom lives nearby in an assisted living facility. Um, what's it like for you to follow in her footsteps? It's an honor. When we came here the first time, I was 16 and didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Maybe had an idea. I mean, it was her dream, and after working for 30 years in the hotel business, it became mine as well. And it's a project. More than one guest have told me, so Chris, we can see why you came back. We feel that the inn is restoring you after divorce and loss of a job uh, while you're restoring it. And it's very true. My mom being in Helen Porter nursing and rehab, it's hard to see her get dementia. Today, she has no recollection of being here the first time, the first seven years, or or more recently, the last five years before she got sick. So it's sad to see, but she's in good hands. 
I don't think any anyone can ever really prepare you for a parent suffering from dementia. My mom suffers from dementia as well, so I know those big pieces of memories that start to get lost or it's it's tough. So I can imagine that that's hard seeing that she doesn't remember, you know, parts of the end, but you're carrying on. It really is. And the fact that she doesn't remember that she has granddaughters or maybe just a sliver she'll remember. She'll say, Chris, do you have daughters? <laughs> um, but doesn't remember their names or what they do. Because if she had them, I know she would be very proud. For your mom, when she first came here in 1978 and operated the inn until 1985, what was innkeeping like back then? I mean, aside from technology, how do you think innkeeping is different or maybe not so different today? In my opinion, uh, the tastes have changed. Back in the 70s, all nine of our guest rooms had double or twin beds. Today, all of my guests, the first thing they ask for is a room with a king bed or, or a queen, which is okay. All my beds at least have queens, even some kings. Today, back then, I, I seem to remember more guests wanted to relax more, sit in front of the fire. Today, not so much. Today, they, they want to get out and about. They want to hike the long trail. They want to ski at Reichert. They want to stay busy. They want to visit the cidery and uh, Woodchuck Cidery in Middlebury, visit the craft breweries, and they come more for experiences, which is different than, than how it was back then 40 years ago. You know, back then, guests would book reservations here either through word of mouth or from a travel book or a, an end-to-end guide. Whereas today, the majority of my reservations, well, are first repeat guests and and also through online travel agents, the OTAs like Expedia and Booking.com. So that's definitely changed. Tell me a little bit about the history of the inn. Well, the building itself was the first residence in the town of Ripton. It was built by Daniel Chipman in 1828. And Daniel along with his brother Nathaniel and their uncle Gamaliel Painter, were the founders of Middlebury College. They founded the college in 1800. So Daniel built this building in 1828. It's 191 years old. The Chipman family eventually sold it to the Fishers from Bethel, Sylvester Fisher and his wife. Their nephew Ray was born and raised in Middlebury, and played baseball for Middlebury High School, Middlebury College. He was Middlebury College's first athletic director, and then uh, pitched for two seasons in the minor leagues and was signed by the Yankees in 1910. And he played for the Yankees for seven seasons and Cincinnati Reds for, for three. He also pitched in the 1919 Black Sox series. There were three families that owned the residence in 1972, and they were all partners, and uh, they thought that the building would make a great restaurant and country inn. So they converted the wing section, or the old tool shed, into a 100-seat dining room, and the four bedrooms upstairs and into a four-bedroom country inn. So when my mother bought it in 1978, then it had the four rooms and a public dining room, which she didn't want to run. So um, we ran it with the dining room for seven months. 
and then converted the dining room into, into five guest rooms, two on the ground floor and three rooms upstairs. So how would you describe Ripton to someone who's never been here? In my opinion, Ripton is the idyllic, quintessential, pretty little Vermont village. It's an out-of-the-way mountain community that is magical, has good neighbors, and possesses a strong sense of community. What do you love most about living in Ripton? I feel safe here. You know, having worked in several different cities, I feel at home. I was in Times Square working for Marriott when the events of 9-11 occurred. And having worked in Manhattan, Denver, Boston, Baltimore, I just felt while I was living and working there that I had to be more on guard. So back when you were 16 years old, did you ever imagine that one day you would be back in Vermont running the Chipman Inn? And, and would you say this has been one of life's biggest surprises for you? Not in a million years did I ever think I would be back in Ripton running the Chipman Inn, along with getting married, divorced, raising two lovely daughters. Yes, this has been one of life's biggest surprises. It's, it's truly funny how things turn out. I want to thank you very much for having me here today and getting to spend time with you in this awesome, beautiful inn. It's just fantastic. I can't wait to come back. Thank you, Erica. It's wonderful to meet you, and I, I feel very fortunate to be here. Thank you so much. A few days after Chris and I met at the inn, the reality of the coronavirus outbreak set in. In the blink of an eye, reservations were canceled, and Chris found himself wondering how he'll manage in the months ahead. I called Chris a few days ago to see how he's doing. It seemed impossible to share Chris's personal story without also finding out how the COVID-19 pandemic was affecting him. So Chris, uh, business around Vermont and the country has taken a huge hit since the coronavirus outbreak arrived. Um, tell us how the crisis is affecting you. Well, Erica, today my business is suffering. As you can imagine, all guest room reservations for March and April have canceled. It will be very, very difficult to maintain operations if revenue does not return to forecasted levels in May and June. Right, right. Um, and what are you doing to pass the time and, and keep yourself busy? Well, having experienced 9-11 firsthand in New York City, I know that things will return to the way that they were or near to, to what they were. I'm taking advantage of this downtime to renovate three guest room bathrooms with fresh paint, light, and bathroom fixtures, and porcelain tile flooring. It's my way of feeling in control and also making necessary improvements to remain competitive. If you've never been to Ripton, I recommend it highly. It's home to the Ripton Country Store, Middlebury's Breadloaf Campus, the Reichert Nordic Center, and the Robert Frost Interpretive Trail. When this is all over and you can get away, put the Chipman Inn on your list of places to stay. You can visit chipmaninn.com. Thanks for listening to the Happy Vermont podcast. How is your life being impacted by the coronavirus outbreak? Are you a small business owner that relies on out-of-state visitors? What are you doing to get through this enormously challenging time? 
Send me comments, story ideas, or feedback at hello at happyvermont.com. Stay safe and healthy, and thanks for listening. Thank you.